Wait, was your three, two, one? Uh, you said it, and then you did the fingers. I followed the vocal one. Was the f- fingers the one I was supposed to follow? Was I not? Did I not do them at the same time? No. Oh gosh, I had I had a bunch of pizza with two beers. That may have thrown me off. I don't know. Well, actually, I think I think maybe your video is a little laggy compared to your oh, audio. That well, might be what it is. It should yeah. be still synced up then. Okay, yeah, it should be. I yeah. think so. Speaking of things I just ate, so um, a li- so my wife, if, if, if you guys don't know, my wife is, is a producer on a very popular set of podcasts, the, the Popcast with Knox and Jamie and then uh, a couple other ones. Anyway, <clears throat> a listener sent her, them, all these bags of Japanese Kit Kats. Ooh, nice. And so as you know, the Japanese are very fond of their like biscuits covered in chocolate. And they come in all these wild flavors that we don't have over yeah. here. And every single one of them is delicious. Kevin and I discussed this recently. Did you really? About, about how we don't get the good Kit Kats. Because we, Kevin and I went to Cops, which is, as Ben knows, the greatest thing in our state of Wisconsin. Cops is great, man. And we got some ice cream and we were leaving. And then the fla- one of the flavors was Twix. So Kevin had a Twix cone. And he's like, you want to try this? And I was like, yeah. And then I, he's like, what is your favorite candy bar? And we were talking about candy bars. And I was like, well, I like Reese's. If that counts as a candy bar, I like that one. And then I said, I like Kit Kats too. And then we got into the fact that we don't get the good kind. Because sometimes Jen buys the good kind and has the good kind over there. We don't get the good Kit Kats. Yeah, there's like mint ones that are good. And uh, she had like. Like milk tea Kit Kats and stuff. Yeah, so they they make a black tea flavor. Like mm. they make matcha green tea. There's salt lemon, which is really good actually. There's caramel. Uh, there is uh, uh, there's hazelnut. I like hazelnut. Uh, yeah. Um, orange chocolate, which is very British. Oh, Jess loves that. Yeah. Uh, there's 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 just really good man, and they and they're all fun flavors. There's a there's a cracker one. It's like Ritz crackers or something, but it's it's still delicious. Like they're all good. Like why don't we get fun flavors? Yeah, we should get the fun flavors. Biscuits. Uh, but anyway, I was snacking on that before we started this here podcast. Well, by the way, welcome to this here podcast. This. Hobby podcast by two dumb dudes, one of them being Ben Moon, that's me, and the other is Nick Kelly, Sir Nick Kelly, if you're feeling generous, the illustrious Nick Kelly, he's Irish, he'll fight you, actually he won't fight you, That we, we were talking before the podcast, Nick, weren't we, and we said yep. we're too tired to fight. I'm too tired, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, I just want to read comics and sit on my couch with my dog. Yeah. I said, if the North ever fought the South again, I wouldn't fight Nick. I, I like Nick too much, but also we're too tired. Yeah. Forget about him. Um, all right. Well, th- in this podcast, we, we talk about movie trailers, video game trailers, TV trailers, all kind of trailers. But uh, before we do that, let's let's talk about what we done had watched this past week. What we done watched. I watched, I watched the first four episodes of History of the World Part 2 on Hulu. Uh, enjoying that so far. You still haven't given me the old. Uh, I know. Game. I'll do it after this. I'll do it. 
How, how am I supposed to watch this if you can get me password? So uh, I have watched uh, Formula One Drive to Survive, uh, watching that on lunch breaks instead of Willow. I, I stopped Willow. I quit. Yeah, no good. I just, no, I just, it was just like, I just not, I'm not interested. It's just not holding my interest. I don't care mm. about the characters. I don't, it's just weird. It doesn't feel like the original. I, I, I'd rather spend my time just going back and watching the original, I think. So anyway, um, started watching Halo, picked up Halo back up again. Here's the thing. Um, you know the way that, um, uh, what is Rogue One TV show called? Andor? Andor. I, can't, I keep wanting to say Lando. Um, Andor, you know how Andor looked? Like it just looked really good, like the filters yeah. and stuff they use? Yes. I wish they would have done that on Halo. Mm-hmm. It's like really bright and and just and it doesn't have a soul, I feel like. I feel like maybe that was an attempt to make it look like how it looks in the game, but then also I, nothing that, else is like the game. Yeah, so I that thought ran through my mind too. Like are they trying to be like colorful like the game? I don't know. But I just feel like I don't know. I just I I'm gonna finish Halo, but I feel like it's just sort of juvenile compared to other stuff, especially uh, Last of Us, like something like that, which I know is a totally different vibe. I get it; it's a totally different thing, but just the quality that it's done in, I kind of wish Halo had that same quality. I think everyone's gonna have to up their game for video game adaptations now. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you know, I think the costumes and stuff are fine. Maybe we just get a different director, different cinematographer, and editor, and all that kind of stuff on season two. Like they're, they're, surely they're gonna do a season two. Yeah. They dropped a lot of cash on all that sets and costumes and stuff. A good director is all it takes. Yeah. Well, and a good script writer, I too. Yeah, I'd, yeah, that's I'd true. Wager. Yeah. Um, we're going to save Mando here at the end because I want us to both talk about it because you watched Mando too. Yeah, I watched Mando too. Um, there, okay, so there is, uh, well, first of all, I, uh, IndyCar and Formula One started back up this past week. So I watched both of those. Uh, IndyCar still remains better than Formula One. Sorry, it's just better racing. Um, there's there. So in the other the other kind of racing is sports car racing. Um, and it's IMSA, uh, International Motorsport Association. They have a they have a series like Drive to Survive on YouTube. It's called Win the Weekend, and it's about sports car racing. It is so good, so good. It's there's three episodes out right now. And they like they did the Rolex twenty four. They're about to do Sebring, the twelve hours at Sebring. So it's like endurance racing, sports car racing. If you like Drive to Survive, you have to you need to watch this. You need to watch Win the Weekend because it is excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, and it's free on YouTube, so there's no barrier to entry. And and the episodes are like twelve to fifteen minutes long, so it's like who cares? You can you can you can check it out. It's really well done. And I actually hope that they expand it, and make it longer and and all that because it's it's really fun okay let's talk about mando um yes. guys two episodes of mando have come out uh and they have come out swinging i gotta say i know that you sort of relegated the first episode to a recap but i really like the first episode well i had to re i have to reconsider my uh takeaway of the first episode after you and missy were so uh pro first episode because i i watched it and i was just like this is all like set up but obviously, the first episode has to be set up. Sure, of course, and and we're 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 kind of getting snuggled back in with those <clears throat> with those characters. Mm-hmm. The special effects were movie quality. Yeah, definitely, like amazing special effects. And uh, 
and just everything looks so good. Everything's next level in that show. The, the, you know, the costumes, the special effects, everything. There was one and, thing that I thought was really weird looking. Oh, what was it? And it was when the armorer fights that alligator. She runs out into the water, and it looks like either she was running on on wires badly, or they didn't account for her running in liquid on the green screen or whatever was happening because the way she ran on the water was truly bizarre looking and i kind of want to know what happened there but everything else was yeah excellent i so that didn't i don't remember that maybe i should go in back and look i'm almost tempted to pull it up right now and, and look at it it's like right which it's like when she's running into the water to fight the alligator <laughs> yeah there's a, a meme yeah about to say there's a meme out that's like if you ever feel dumb just remember that the armor <laughs> ran into water with with uh, foundry tools to attack a giant alligator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what are you gonna do? And the, that blasters weren't even hurting. You know, exactly. Not not to. Uh, we're not gonna give away the context of this uh, scene, but there's a giant alligator. Yep. Okay. Um, so anyway, the and then they we're not obviously we're not gonna spoil episode two, but right. the ending of episode two was was uh, wow. Yeah, I gasped. So very fun stuff. I really like that this show is very much an adventure. Uh huh. We're, we're we are going along with Din on an adventure, especially this. Well, I mean, all the seasons, but this one is like, it's a, it's not a, uh, at least right now, it's not like a complex adventure. It's like we all know that the motivations of this character and why this is why this is happening and all that. So it's uh, it's I just love it. I'm already like let's go. I'm ready for the next episode. There's a lot of really good subtle acting in episode 2 between Katie Sackhoff and uh Pedro Pascal cuz he was doing that good helmet acting when she was talking mm. about her father and he did that this is the way thing. And then you know she kind of like makes fun of the credo, the men like the death watch credo, but like throughout that episode, I feel like she's coming around to it, you know? Because there's a couple things that he does that she kind of looks like, oh, maybe maybe this is kind of cool, and I sh- uh, I'll stop making fun of him so much. But it was it was cool. I liked it. It was a really good episode. I really liked the confident. Well, this is, I don't want to be too spoilery. Uh, let me just say this. Let, let me let me speak. Let me speak. Um, the sort of the confidence that uh, Bo-Katan has. Mm-hmm. Just uh, like you, when she walks into somewhere, you you are not questioning whether or not she's capable. Exactly. I like that. Yeah, I, I love Bo-Katan. Well, Bo-Katan's one of my favorite characters from the Clone Wars, uh, the animated series. So just seeing her in live action is a treat. Yeah, yeah, pretty sweet. Okay, folks. Well, that's what we done had watched this past week, and let's talk about this here new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. Yeah, we got some news this week. Uh, it's been a little light lately, but we got a few things this time. Yeah, some good stuff. So we learned that John Bernthal is, in fact, returning as the Punisher in Daredevil Born Again. But Foggy and Karen are not. Now, that's that's a little more gray area still because there's still conflicting information about that last part. Oh, really? Yeah, whether or not they're in it, whether or not they're recast, whether or not it's all 
just like speculation. Although Bernthal said something about about it, so his is more confirmed. I wonder if they're going to give him the new look because they redesigned the Punisher because the Punisher logo has been co-opted by dudes who have Don't Tread on Me stickers on their trucks who I will never not make fun of because those are... If you have a Don't Tread on Me sticker on your truck, chances are you've never been trod upon for a second in your life. Like All these people are like... They've never had, they've never known tough times at all, period. Like, yeah. They're, they're people yeah. who are scared to be a minority. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That is exactly the best, that's the best way of phrasing it possible. Yeah. So, yeah, your your Revolutionary War uh, sticker has no application to your life. Get a job. Um, <laughs> and a hobby. Yeah, get a hobby. That's what I meant to say. But, uh, yeah, so... I wonder if they'll use the new Punisher logo, which is quite frankly, no pun intended, pretty cool looking. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Like uh, if you're going to redo a logo, it was a cool one. Yeah. If you're going to redo it, do it better. So yeah, uh, we'll see if Foggy and Karen are, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot, I've got a lot of Daredevil comics and they are not in a lot of them. So if they're not in it, it's not like earth shattering to me. Yeah. I actually really didn't even care about this news just because like their characters weren't super compelling to me or, you know. I'm, so. I'm, I like when Daredevil's with like Moon Knight and Elektra and and like other supers. So yeah, I don't care yeah. about. Yeah. Although yeah. and also Foggy's usually there. Karen, Karen comes and goes. I was just thinking like even if they recast those characters, like I don't care about those characters. So I wouldn't even care if you recast them. I just don't. I even... think they. I think they shouldn't recast just for consistency's sake. There's no point yeah. in recasting. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. Just get new code. I will say in the comics, some of my favorite moments are where they have to call in Matt to figure out if somebody's lying. Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> I love that stuff. Okay, so uh, next piece of news is that Batman Caped Crusader, uh, which is an animated uh, series uh, that was that's being done by J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves, um, that series is moving to Amazon after HBO... Max said, uh, "We're gonna we're gonna axe this." That, HBO Max did the Max axe. be axing. Yeah, Max the Max axe. Yeah. So I got the Max axe, but it's moving to Amazon, so it's happening. Um, and I don't really know much else about this series. I, I mean, I'm curious. How 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 do people find animated series on like streaming services? Like to me, when I was a kid, cartoons were just not something that I consciously would go looking for specific ones. I would just watch blocks of cartoons and those were the cartoons I watched. But like with streaming, you have to like select what cartoon you want to watch. And that seems weird to me. Yeah. And which episode of that cartoon. Right. Isn't that strange? That's really, it's really weird to me. Yeah. We're old. Cause so, someone like a mom was telling me one time, she's like, yeah, my son just discovered he's four. He's like four. He just discovered power Rangers, um, you know, on Netflix. And he just, he found Power Rangers on Netflix and his watch. This these shows that are like you know twenty years old. He's sitting there watching. My kid found them. You know my. my kid I guess yeah. Them. I guess it's just different. Like they hunt through streaming services, and then I suppose there's like there's the kids section of Netflix, and then yep, there is. They can go through there without finding like Lars von Trier movies accidentally, and then they <laughs> yeah. they find Power Rangers. Yeah, you make them. A, you know, you get they have a kid account. And I will say, these kids, they judge the book by its cover. So they're looking at the cover art of these whatevers. Yep. And that's how they, they, they choose what they want to watch. Oh, yeah. 
I just it's uh, never something I thought about until just now. Yeah. So anyway, so I guess we are going to get uh, Batman Caped Crusader, and I have I, you know I'm actually kind of curious about this just because uh, just because Bad Robot is doing it, and and they typically do pretty uh, quality stuff, including the uh, Mission Possibles. Those are very good movies. Yep. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is remaking Tommy Wiseau's The Room, which is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. That's incredible. Not only wow. is Bob Odenkirk hilarious, he makes good action movies with Nobody Was Good. He made Mr. Show, which is one of the greatest things of all time. And now he's like, what can I do that's funnier than anything? I'll remake The Room. <laughs> like, oh, hi, Mark. Is it, you, you know what would be truly funny is if he took it super seriously. Yeah, yeah. That's funnier than anything. This is Bob Odenkirk is a genius, and we don't deserve him. <laughs> I'm sure whatever they choose to do, he chooses to do, and this will be genius. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see this. Cannot wait. And then also uh, a little – this I just saw this today, so this is new – uh, in in season two of What If, which we still don't know when that's coming out, uh, could be end of the year or early next year. But season two of What If is creating an original hero named uh, Cahorti, who is an indigenous pre-colonial Mohawk uh, character who finds like the Tesseract and gets powers. So it's like a pre-colonial indigenous superhero, which is extremely cool. I'm into it. I'm I'm waiting for people to be like, this isn't from the comics. But you know who else isn't from the comics? Darcy, and she's one of the best characters in Marvel. People also might be like, oh, a human with dark skin. Oh. Well, the guaranteed that's going to happen. Yeah. Why don't they make any white males anymore? <laughs> You'll just have to select from the bat- backlog of uh, 60 years of them. <laughs> oy vey. Oy vey. Oy vey. Hey. All right. So that's all the new news. Uh, and that brings us to the the return of the Question Towns. The Question Terms. This is an interesting one, and I know why you, ch- why you chose it, and I like it. Yeah. yeah so when we get down the list of uh, trailers, you'll, you will also know why, listeners. You, the listener, will know why. But, uh, all right, so the the question time for today's, and think about this, folks, because you might get a chance to answer this, too, if you write into us. And maybe if I get that dang old Google Voice set up, you will have you can leave a voicemail for us, and we'll play it <laughs> on the show. Um, all right, so the, the question is, if Exhibit showed up at your house to pimp your ride, what would you want him to do to it? Okay, so I have a really good answer for this. Uh, we have a Prius C, which they don't make anymore. It's the smallest kind of Prius. It it feels like uh, a roller skate with like a motor on the back <laughs> to drive it. It's too small. I don't like it. Based on that, I, you know the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? Yes. I want that, but I want it to look like a cocktail smoky or like a pig in a blanket. <laughs> so it's like a tiny version and uh so he comes he he i think a pig in a blanket but where where the cocktail smoky is sticking out on both sides yeah yeah on both ends yeah. so that's where the, like the windshield is and then the doors open like a delorean but it's like from the side of the breading around the, the hot dog yeah it's only bread that's opening yeah and then the back 
opens up and there's like a little grill in there where it, it has uh it cooks them for you while you drive so that you can eat pigs in the blanket but you ha- you can't get them while you're driving you have to pull over and go into the back right and open right. it up and get them it, is the interior like a maroon color yeah it's like a yeah dark. it's like yeah fully maroon and there's like a little tiny disco ball in there oh yeah yeah i've got to have the disco ball so maybe yeah. it's like crushed velvet like maroon crushed yeah velvet. yeah and it's like it's it's there's always like white dog hair on it for my dog and you can't get it out and it's just too bad because it's like velour <laughs> velour yeah you you also can experience this interior if you visit the luxor in beautiful las vegas nevada because it hasn't been updated since 1996 that's the pyramid one right yeah yeah, yeah. Sounds I've stayed right. there, and they literally have not updated the in, the uh, the uh, what is it the uh, the decor the decor of the rooms in about in about twenty something years twenty five sounds years. about right yeah well what about you what are you doing to your ride so I was thinking like they usually on the little questionnaire like what are your you know what are you into what are your hobbies and stuff and so I was like okay they can they can incorporate two of my hobbies by. Uh, making it so like it has like a bed inside of my flex um, so I can go to like the 24 hours of Rolex and camp out with my car, you know, sleep in my car and all that. And like, you know, a pop-up shower on the outside with a little curtain and, you know, something like that. And then I thought, oh, I also like to paint shoes. Um, So maybe they can put like a shoe painting station with all, like get little drawers with all my paints and stuff. So it kind of sounds like you want to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is kind of what it's a, a starving artist, a, a homeless starving artist. You're going to be in Nomad Land 2, directed by Chloe Zhao, coming next year. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we'll use real people in the movie. Yep. Real people. How would you, what would you guys do? What would you have old exhibit do to your ride? If he were to, yo, dog, I'm about to pimp yo ride. Okay, let ride into us. We'll tell you how to ride into us later in the show because we don't want to do it right now because Nick is too tired. He's tired, y'all. That's right. And he's not going to fight. He's not going to fight you. Ain't going to fight okay. you. Okay, it's time for the new new. New 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 new. New new. No, no. Trailers, folks, we have an Adele Dezine, a full Adele Dezine. I was not expecting to have an Adele Dezine this week based on how hard it was to scrape together 10 over the past two weeks. And yet, Mana from Heaven. That's right. We've got it right here. And and I'll tell you what, we're going to start it out extremely strong. Yeah, we are. This is probably the top. I mean, there are things on this like one thing on this that i care more about just because i've watched the show for four years but uh this is probably the coolest new trailer we have yeah i'm so excited for this it is tmnt teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem and this is the one we've been waiting for y'all yeah so this is seth rogan's uh animated tmnt movie which is kind of uh, a cross between Into the Spider-Verse and uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines animation. Yep, uh, exactly. Same art director as Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, Alex Hirsch, the creator of Gravity Falls, said this movie is good, which means that this movie is good. Uh, he is correct in all things so far mm. in mm. my life nice. of knowing him. That's great. And this looks great. And 
there hasn't been anything in this universe that I've really been interested in since the original. Because I'm not yeah, like... Same. I didn't watch all the new ones, and I never saw the live-action movies because, obviously, Michael Bay. And uh, I didn't see, like, some of the other stuff they've made, but this looks really good. Yeah, the, I love the art style. It's exactly how you described it. Um, I love that the voiceover that they chose for these are, like, young kids. Like, they sound like 13-year-olds. Yeah, so I, I said to Jess when we watched this, I was like, I, is this the first time... They ever were like actually like teenage teenagers is like because usually that part of the title is ignored or at least pushed aside because this one they're actually seem like teenagers. They really do. And so it's like it almost was shocking because I was like they haven't ever really given us this. But this is this is what it is like. They are this young. Yeah. And uh, so so we're getting that. And also. If you go on IMDb, the the list of side characters, I know that's that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, we gotta talk about. So I'm just gonna go down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko. We have Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman. Big Apple, three AM. Yes. We got Rose Byrne as Leatherhead. We got Jackie Chan as Master Splinter. We got Seth Rogen as Bebop, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. John Cena is rock steady. Excellent. That's great. We got uh, Natasha Demetru Demetru as Wingnut. So Wingnut is going to be in it. He's the bat, the bat dude, right? Or was he the dude that was with the bat guy, the the mosquito? Oh God! Because oh, the bat dude, the bat dude was Wingnut, and then he had like the little mosquito sidekick. Maya Rudolph is Cynthia. Ultram, I don't know that character. Uh, April, uh, Superfly, Ray Fillet. Oh, Ray Fillet is in it? He's my favorite. That's the one. Okay, this is great. Post Malone <laughs> so is good. Ray Fillet. Um, we got Hannibal Burris, Genghis Frog. This is like every Genghis toy. Frog. Yeah. This is great. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm excited about this. This is great. It's- I can't believe it. I can't believe the list. It's like, it's, I just very excited, very excited. So this is, this is like a movie, right? This is coming out in theaters. Yeah. This is a a theatrical film. Yeah. And the release date is, uh, well, it says expected August 4th, 2023. So, okay. I think they're starting to say expected now because the release dates changed so much for everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. But Uh, I'll see this in the theater. Oh yeah, I hundred percent. Well, yeah, I'll take Cyrus to see this for, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then we have something you're very excited about: season four of Barry. Yeah. So Barry, famously, the the way they end every season is that uh, Bill Hader and uh, his writing partner, who his name I can't remember right now, write themselves into a corner on purpose, and then they take the break hiatus to figure out how to write themselves out of the corner, which is always excellent. And they won't do like easy outs. Like it has to be like natural ways. So in the last, in season three, Barry like gets arrested at the end. And so he starts off in prison in season four and the show is just so good. It's like Bill Hader is such a good actor and people who are comedians are usually better at doing drama than people who are only drama actors. I've found so like Bill Harry Bill Hader's funny and Barry's funny like it's a funny show but it's a dark comedy. Uh, so like the the stuff that is uh dramatic is really good. Like it's like as good as Barry's as good as Breaking Bad. Like it's easily as good as Breaking Bad. Oh easily. man. 
Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, if you're not watching Barry and you watched Breaking Bad, you should watch Barry. It's easily as good as Breaking Bad. Okay, well, then I, I need to see this. It's really, really good. I, w- I will say, um, from someone who hasn't seen the other seasons and, and really having no context for this, it was kind of difficult to follow this trailer, other than he's in prison. Yeah, that makes sense. It, you wouldn't understand any of this, because it's based yeah. on on three prior seasons of character yeah, loads of content yeah. <laughs> loads that you've gotten to know this character over three seasons loads of content yep um but like him seeing things and all like i you know i'm like i don't know he see apparently he sees his i guess his wife or girlfriend or fiance or whatever mm-hmm. and then and then i got like, anyway i was like i don't know what's going on here yeah who knows but it's gonna be great Cool. I'll maybe one day I'll catch up. You know, when I get all that time, Nick, I'm mean, yeah. just got oh, yeah. so much time on my hands. You know? Yeah, in the Twilight Zone, there was time. <laughs> Finally, there was time. Yeah. So you know, the Earth is slowing down in its spin, and so like days, you know, like 100 million years ago, a day a day was like 20 hours long or 18 hours long or something crazy. So we need we just need more time. Yeah. Let's work on that. Let's see if we can slow it down a little more. Slow down the Earth. That's a, that's hey that's a writing prompt for a sci-fi book. I'll write it. It'll but be terrible. Why did they do it? Saban will make a movie. <laughs> it, I tell you, if you um, if you write this book, you have to write it. The big mystery is why are they slowing the earth, and then it becomes a young adult novel that they make into a movie. Oh yeah, and then uh, it's 2016, and Jennifer Lawrence is in it. <laughs> We're gonna get to her in a minute. Yep. Uh, right now, we're going to talk about the movie Paint, a very confusing-looking movie, to me at least. Truly, um, truly, tremendously. So I, I've i been laboring under, under the delusion for months of this movie being made that it was a Bob Ross biopic. Yeah, I thought it was, because I hadn't heard about this until it happened. I was like, oh yeah, a Bob Ross biopic. It's not. It's it not. is not even about Bob Ross, but nope. Owen Wilson plays a Bob Ross kind of based... Like a knockout, like a character based on Bob Ross named Carl Nargle, and the plot is in paint. Owen Wilson portrays Carl Nargle, Vermont's number one public television television painter, who is convinced he has it all—a signature perm, custom van, and fans hanging on his every stroke—until a younger, better artist steals everything and everyone Carl loves. So this is a, a pro- it sounds kind of funny, but once you realize, once you get past the. Uh, the confusion of it not being a Bob Ross movie. It sounds pretty funny. I don't know, but the trailer was really weird, too. Yeah, it was really weird. But at first of all, I was like, is this... I was like, they really had a missed opportunity here with not calling this movie Happy Trees. Um, but but then I was like, oh, wait, it's not Bob Ross. But then I was like, wait a minute. Was that... Did that girl mention Uber? Or, wait yep. a minute. Are those yep. modern cars? So he drives this like late 70s van... Yeah, because he looks like Bob Ross. Yeah, and he he dresses like he's in the seventies. Yep. But but everything else is modern day. So I was like, what is what is going on here? Is is he just choosing all this purposefully because he's inspired by Bob Ross or whatever? But 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 this is very much today. I'll probably watch it. I like Owen Wilson. I do like Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Is this this was a was this a movie or a show? It's a movie. It's a movie. Okay. So that's called Paint, not a biopic. Okay. Uh, next one we have here is called Boston Strangler. What do you think this one's about? The Boston Strangler, I would wager. Are you, are you <laughs> but, sure? N- no. Well, I better read the description. 
Uh, Loretta McLaughlin was the reporter who first connected the murders and broke the story of the Boston Strangler. She and Jean Cole challenged the sexism of the early 1960s to report on the city's most notorious serial killer. I just listened to a podcast about Loretta McLaughlin and the Boston Strangler, and it was extremely interesting. So I kind of want to watch this. Uh, It looks real good. And then once I saw that Carrie Coon was in it, I was convinced it was good because she is great always. And I really want to watch it. And I like crime movies like this because Zodiac by David Fincher is really good. And this kind of has Zodiac vibes. Yeah, that uh, it does have sort of those like intense, dark filter stories. Yes, yeah. like like Prisoners, the Denis Villeneuve movie with Hugh Jackman and Paul Dano. Ooh, I never thought that movie. That one's too dark. That one's too dark of a movie, but it's really good. But I would never ever watch it again. I've seen a few of those. Yeah, but yeah, Boston Strangler on Hulu looks good. On Hulu looks good. All right, so then we have a trailer for Schmigadoon Two. Yep. So. Schmigadoon 1, they got trapped in like an old-timey musical village in the forest. And season 2, they they want to go back to Schmigadoon. And it's Cecily Strong and Keegan-Michael Key. And when they go back there, it's not Schmigadoon, it's Chicago, And it's like uh, musicals have moved up in time to like the Chicago, like Moulin Rouge era of musicals. Which is great because that's like the musical era that I like the most. So I think season two I will like more than season one if it's going to be based on that. And it's like the same cast, too. Like, exactly the same cast. Hopefully more Martin Short than season one, because Martin Martin Short is only in one one scene in season one. Because he's like a leprechaun that tricked them into going there or whatever. But uh, I really liked season one, so I'm going to watch season two. I will say the, this is more of a compelling season than season one, just judging from the trailers, to me personally. I think it looks better, yeah. I think it looks better than season one. Because yeah. I like this era of music. Like I, I like Chicago, and I like yeah. uh, Moulin Rouge is the best one. Yeah, right. And Chicago, <laughs> they sang like this. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and John C. Riley was in it. and uh, Yeah, straight. Martin Short. Yep. But uh, but ooh, Dove Cameron. Ooh. I got I gotta say about Dove Cameron. So Dove Cameron's in History of the World. She plays Anastasia. Uh, the first thing I laughed out loud at was Dove Cameron. Really? Yeah, she was really funny as Anastasia. The first thing she's doing, I thought was hilarious. Like she's doing like a like a makeup tutorial, like but with one of those old crank cameras. She's doing like a makeup video, like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like one of those crank cameras and she's yeah. like and then she's like doing hashtags and stuff and then like the rest of the Romanovs get murdered and she looks out the door and then she comes back and she's like um I have to flee now <laughs> and then she's like hashtag last Romanov and it's just it was really funny <laughs> maybe I'll have to reconsider maybe I'll reconsider yeah in Schmigadoon season one she was like the hot girl in the town that everyone wanted to marry so she just sang a couple songs. She wasn't like a big part of it, but yeah. In in history of the world, she was the first per- person I laughed at. Interesting. Okay. But then Nick Kroll arrived, and he was the funniest always. Oh, of course, yeah. Nick Kroll's hilarious. Oh man, he plays this character in History of the World Part Two named Schmuck Mudman, and I just the voice <laughs> he does is like the just it kind of reminds me of that voice that you do, and I I can't do the voice, so like you'll have to watch the show and then. You'll know what I'm talking about. So. Okay. It's very funny. 
I gotta, I gotta see it. I gotta watch the show. Yeah, I'll get you the login. So then we have a trailer for Ghosted. All right, the plot of this is uh, Cole falls head over heels for enigmatic Sadie, but then makes the shocking discovery that she's a secret agent. Before they can decide on a second date, Cole and Sadie are swept away on an international adventure to save the world. So this is uh, Anna Diarmas and Chris Evans. So I like this because, so, okay, Anna Diarmas was in Blade Runner 2049 with Ryan Gosling. Yep. And then she was in The Gray Man with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. And now she's in Ghosted with Chris Evans. So it's like a ladder. I don't know. It's fun. (laughs) Uh, But also, this reminds me a lot of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which I love. So I want to watch it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That movie's great. With a less capable Mr. Smith. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's it's Mrs. Smith and a dude (laughs) who needs an inhaler. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, this looks good. It's going to be on Apple TV, too. Yeah, so I definitely think this looks fun. The The only critique I have is there's an, there is an uncanny amount of bullet dodging in this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I guess like, are y'all, yeah, are you fighting old stormtroopers? Who's shooting these guns? I feel like the more, if it's like a cross between like a rom-com and an action movie, more bullets are fired than if it's a straight action movie, you know? Yeah. Because like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, like... I think they fire more bullets than all of World War Two in that movie. So, but there is a know. lot of it just this looks good. Yeah. Also, Anna Diarmas. Come on. Yeah, and Chris no, and Evans they, too. She she look she is very attractive in this movie. We'll, we'll put it that way. Yeah. You know. Uh, all right. So then we have a trailer, a very strange red band trailer for Florida Man. Maybe maybe that's appropriate because it's called Florida Man has to be weird. So the the plot of this according to Imidaba is when an ex-cop returns to his home state of Florida to find a mobster's runaway girlfriend, which should have been a quick gig turns into a wild odyssey. Hard to tell from the trailer uh, what it's about and a little hard to tell from the description what it's about. Yeah. This dude that's in this move in this movie, Edgar Ramirez, he looks so familiar to me but what is he in? I haven't seen any of these things. Is it is it that he kind of looks like Gerard Butler a little? But like... Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Like, he doesn't look as, like, rugged as Gerard Butler. Although, according to the the, the tour guide I had in Scotland, uh, Gerard Butler is not rugged, <laughs> nor is he good. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this movie is weird looking. Very strange looking, like like you people of Florida. And I would say, uh, no no offense, Florida, but I don't think Florida, you people can take offense. I mean, you're down there throwing alligators through uh, drive through windows <laughs> at fast food restaurants. Charlie, Charlie, yeah. What what are you doing down there, Charlie? Uh, there was a part in this trailer where a girl was fighting a raccoon with a homemade flamethrower with a lighter and a can of hairspray. And I laughed out loud because I was not expecting that, although I should have expected that from the title Florida Man. Yeah. It's a little uh, My Name is Earl. Yeah. Everyone should watch the... I've talked about this before on this podcast, but there's a trailer, uh, documentary on YouTube. It's on YouTube called Vernon, Florida. And it's just one of those documentaries where there's no narration. The guy just talks to, or like follows people around in, in this little small town of Vernon, Florida. And he follows a couple people around as they just go about their weird lives. 
excellent, excellent document. And I don't like documentaries, and I love Vernon, oh, wow. Florida. Okay, wow. So That's if you don't thing. want to watch Florida Man, watch Vernon, Florida on YouTube. It's the whole <laughs> thing's on YouTube. Okay, I, that's probably actually what I will do instead of watching Florida Man. Yeah, it's great. Okay, trailer number eight is uh, something called Silo. Okay, so I hadn't heard of this. Me neither. Um, my friend Scott, friend of the show, Scott, uh, sent me this at work. And he's like, Rebecca Ferguson, all you need to know. And I was like, I was like, well, that's all you had to say. And I, <laughs> I was in before even knowing what it was. The plot of of Silo is men and women live in a giant silo underground with several regulations which they believe are in place to protect them from the toxic and ruined world on the surface. So this is kind of like a vault kind of thing it sounds like in Fallout where they're underground and that the surface is ruined. But I'm going to guess because otherwise there would be no point that, that not everything is up. Not everything is what it seems and maybe the surface is fine. Regardless, it looks great, and the cast is Rebecca Ferguson, and <laughs> that's uh, that's all we need to know. <laughs> that's all you need to know. But even if it wasn't, we got Ian Glenn, Jorah Mormont from Game of Thrones. We got Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins, he's great all the time. I love Tim Robbins, and then some other people who I'm sure are fine, but they are not Rebecca Ferguson, who is in the show, which is all you need to know. Oh, also Common. Common is in it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Common. I was, and I was trying to remember his name. I could not remember his name. Um, my Jedi costume just scared the crap out of me. Yeah, because it looks like a ghost. Oh my god! Like I looked down at the my camera feed and I was like, oh god, oh my god. This is what happens to me every time I look up at you because there's a ghost standing behind you. And I posted oh my... the picture on Instagram. I know. So it's, everyone it's... can look and see. It's terrifying. <laughs> It's because it's real dark back there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I did want to say this about Silo. It um, when you see this, you're like, oh, this is definitely a young adult novel. Like, I don't think it's just, young adult. I think it's just like oh, it's just a novel. A novel, but it looks like it definitely like it, it has the based on a book feel. <laughs> based on a book vibes. Yeah. What was that based on a book? Bo. Boab. Bobvi. Bo- Boabvi. Bob. Boab. 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 That's not going to catch on, is it? No, I don't think we're going to do that. Uh, because that's stupid. What? Who came up with that? Probably two dumb dudes. Tell me, some idiots. <laughs> some idiots. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next up, we have a trailer for Citadel. Citadel, so, okay, global spy agency Citadel has fallen, and its agents' memories were wiped clean. Now the powerful syndicate Manticore is rising in the void. Can the Citadel agents recollect their past and summon the strength to fight back? So this has this has some cool ideas to it, which is the spy agency that's not connected to any government, which is very James Bond, uh, Spectre, you know, all of that's very similar. Well, that's mainly the cool thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the Kingsman, basically. Yeah, this is a Amazon movie. Uh, was yeah, it, Amazon? it is. It's Amazon. Yeah. Did, God, but why did it strike me as kind of low budge looking? Because <sighs> it's Amazon movie, so it is a little low budge. It wasn't. I, this is the. There's a a space between Saban movies and theatrical movies. I think you're right. And think, this is yes. that this is that love. So it's not like yep. 
It's yeah. not ghosted, which ghosted looks theatrical movie quality. And the Gray Man on Netflix was was also, I would think, theatrical quality. Yeah, it was. This one looks like, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing because the Michael B. Jordan Amazon movie, the Tom Clancy movie, was good. Mm-hmm. And this looks yeah. like that. Like it has the same kind of budge as that. But they 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 stray from realism a little more in this one, so it's more noticeable, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, and Although, the two chip. They got the tooch. Yeah, they got the tooch. They got Priyanka Chopra. Uh, she's great. Have uh, I seen I don't, her? Anything? I don't know. I just want to. I, I just mean to look at her. Her face. Oh, well. Her face is great. <laughs> her face is great. Yeah, she's uh, she's married to one of them Jonas Brothers. One, the one that ain't married to Sophie Turner. Oh, there's there's more than two Jonas Brothers. Oh, there's no, there's only two. I don't know. There might be more. Uh, I thought they were all like the Hansons. There's three of them. All of them are three of them. They've they've never really been on my radar, except for I mean, one of them married Sophie Turner, and one of them is married to Priyanka Chopra. There might be a third one, a mysterious many, third Jonas brother. Who's who's he married you, to? Who does he exist? I don't know. I only care about these men's wives. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Okay, how many Baldwin brothers are there? Uh, I, there's Alec. There's uh, uh, Billy. There's, uh, uh, there's a third one. There's, I think there's four of them, but one of them isn't an actor. And Adam Baldwin from Firefly isn't an Ad- a Baldwin brother. Oh, okay. But maybe the maybe there's a, that fifth one's name is Tom. And don't forget about Tom. He's the run. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, excellent. Well done. <laughs> this whole thing was a setup. This, this whole, whole podcast. thing was a setup. <laughs> We're back in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago dude. Chicago dude. <laughs> oh boy. Um all right. So, enough about the Citadel. This interview <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the podcast will be Citadel questions. <laughs> this podcast is not about me. The rest of the podcast will be Centaur questions. <laughs> oh my gosh, it never gets old. All right, no. the next trailer we have is Tiny Beautiful Things. This is a Catherine Hahn movie. Follows a woman who reluctantly becomes a dear sugar. I don't know what that means. She is anonymous. What the? Who wrote this? Okay. Follows. Oh, okay. Dear Sugar is an advice columnist or column. Follows a woman who reluctantly becomes Dear Sugar. She's an anonymous, revered advice columnist, even when her own life is falling apart. Uh, This is an acting showcase for Catherine Hahn, who is so good. She's so good. In everything. Like, the first. The first thing where I became aware of Catherine Hahn was Step Brothers, which she plays an extremely goofy character in Step Brothers. She's like married to uh, uh, Adam Scott, and he's like the worst in that. So she's like trying to get away from him the whole time, you know? And she like falls in love with John C. Riley, and it's an extremely goofy character. And then you see her in. in uh, WandaVision and she's great in that genre and she's just 
like she can play like a super serious character like this. I don't know. She rules. She can do it all. She has the total package. Yeah. Change the total package. <laughs> this, I tell you what though, this tiny beautiful things is not for me. Definitely not for me. I mean, if I was into acting showcases, it would be for me, but I'm not. I kind of want to watch this. I didn't want to watch it when it started, and then it slowly won me over just because I like her so much. But yeah, I don't know. She's so good. She's so good that I want to see it. I just want to see. I want to see oh. all the different. Because I want to having seen her in Step Brothers, and I love Step Brothers. I want to see the opposite of that character. They're going. They're going to give is. it to you. They're yeah. going to give it to you. Just like X. That, X that, going to give it to you. <laughs> 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 oh my god that, that's kind of the title of the episode <laughs> so stupid X go give it I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever like thought about that just that sentence <laughs> X is going to give it to you Ben <laughs> what is he giving me Benjamin uh, 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 f- X is going to give it to you it's going to give you this here fine song, uh, a music video. Whatever it is, the eponymous it will be given to you by X. What's to, what's so confusing here? And there's nothing confusing. And the confidence with which she delivers this message is impeccable. Maybe he's going to give you a DVD of Triple X starring Vin Diesel. <laughs> in, in, but not in widescreen, in uh, full, full frame. <laughs> yeah. Triple X is the Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise of the... Berenstain universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how you what? tell. If you're ever lost in the universes, see which Vin Diesel franchise is is the big one. And then if if you ever visit those other universes, let us know um, how X gave it to you. <laughs> this is a stupid podcast, <laughs> but I like Dumbest. it. It's so dumb. Sorry, but we apologize for how dumb of dudes we are. Okay. Speaking of <laughs> Exhibit, the rapper, the next trailer is for rener- Renovations. <laughs> How is that related? This is basically uh, Pimp My Ride, but like with buses, old buses. Yeah, and using them to help uh, struggling areas. Uh, this is not what I thought the show was going to be about when it was announced last year. I thought it was going to be like Jeremy Renner doing like home renovations. Like Magnolia. Yeah, like, and then he's like, <laughs> he's like turning buses into like filter, mobile filtrate, water filtration things, and then giving them away to like poor countries. It's like, oh, good, good on you, buddy. That's that's a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, Nick's like, that's a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. I'm just gonna finish this bag of chips. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, he's like, what have you done today? Uh, well, I went to Aldi and I bought all the almonds that they had so no one else could have any. <laughs> <laughs> the many achievements of Nick Kelly. I go to Aldi and I buy all the dark chocolate almonds, but I need them all so that only I can have them. <laughs> yeah. you, and if you're an old school listener, you would, you would already know that. Yep, that's true. But but Nick, uh, is he a supervillain? Is Nick is Nick the villain? I don't have enough drive to be a supervillain. The the worst thing he does is take all the almonds at Aldi, <laughs> and not just my Aldi. I go around all of them. You know, I don't want 
<laughs> Where were compet- all the chocolate-covered almonds? I've been to two stores, and there's not a single bag. They're coming bags, right? It comes in a bag. Yeah, the there's not little a, boxes. There's not a single bag. I have a competition in me. I don't want anyone else to succeed. <laughs> did, you, did y'all really pull out the, those chocolate-covered almonds? Yeah, I did, boss, but the, some guy came in here within five minutes and bought the whole thing. It was like he knew he was going to do it. He was talking He was talking like there will be blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, I'll take all the almonds. I, won't, I don't save any for you. Uh, but so, no hard feelings about that. Moving on to the next trailer, which is well, no hard feelings. <laughs> which is. <laughs> wow, what a segue. Oh, wow. Dude, wow. Um, and no hard feelings. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is gonna give it to you. That's Jay right. gonna give She's it. She's trying you. to give it to you. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that is true. Yeah, this is a this is a red man trailer and very sexual in nature, I should say. I gotta say, when this started, I was completely like, this is not gonna be a movie that I like. I'm not gonna enjoy this trailer, and I'm not gonna want to watch this. And then everything in the trailer was funny to me. The whole thing. Oh, I thought the whole it was thing great. Was... I thought it was hilarious. Uh, first of all, the the idea... So, like, the a plot of this is uh, J- Jennifer Lawrence is basically hired by these... It was Matthew Broderick with a weird wig and uh, his wife to... Uh, who's, I think, Laura Benatti. But, yeah, so they they hire her to date their like their son who they keep saying won't come out of his shell and she kind of she's like should i date him or you know like date him and they're like you know date him and then she's like trying to seduce this kid the 19 year old kid the whole time and it keeps failing and it's like he's like (laughs) i don't know it's he's got like a preternatural way of like blocking all of her advances with awkwardness and bad luck and it's Every single thing advanced and got more and more awkward, and he, like, punches her in the throat accidentally when trying to stand up for her I, at one point. I did laugh at that part. Oh, it was funny. The pepper spray got me, too. That guy got me yeah, pretty good. because he's, like, so oblivious to all of, like, she's coming on to him pretty straightforwardly, and he's too awkward and oblivious to it. Really funny to me. I don't know. I wasn't expecting to think this was funny, and then I laughed at everything, and I don't know. Uh, It kind of is... Every once in a while, there's a movie that I'm like, I won't like this. It's not the kind of humor that I like, and then it's Pineapple Express, and I love it. It's, like, hilarious. So this might be, like, a Pineapple Express for me. Oh, yeah. Where everything is... Everything's the opposite of how I like things, but then it's still great. Well, that's great. Maybe really this funny will be, trailer. Maybe this will be in that category. Also, it's nice to see Jennifer Lawrence do a comedy again. She hasn't done anything funny in a million years. That's true. I don't. Well, I can't remember the last thing she was in. I don't know she started off doing comedy. She was like on that Bill Ingvall sitcom. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she was his daughter on that. Huh. I, I didn't know. That's where she got her start. Mm-hmm. She's funny. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, we ain't got any more trailers for, for you folks. We got to do something else. Want to tell them how to get in time? Well, no, we, we didn't have any trailer mailers. No, because we didn't do questions time last week. Uh, 
So, that's right. But we have that's one right. this week. So if you want to tell us how Exhibit's going to pimp your ride uh, or how X is going to give it to you, you can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, uh, or you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at x gonna underscore give it to you dot trailer <laughs> slash blazers. <laughs> you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and leave a five star rating and review, <laughs> which is still the best way for the show to gain traction until the Patreon comes out, where our new tier x gonna give it to you, x gonna give it to you, x gonna give it to you, and if x is going to give it to you, quick Mickey's going to give it to you. Uh, Right now. Quick, Mickey, take it away. Yeah, I'm more excited than what's going to happen, Billy. Um, take it from me, a Florida man. A real Florida man. I, you know, people say, man, let's say, oh, yeah. That man right there, he's from Florida. But not like South Florida. I'm up in like the, and I'm not even close to the ocean where it's like romantic. We're kind of in the middle. You know, about like two-thirds down. So that's what... Anyway, what's going to happen is my hometown, we're going to make a movie film about it. And it's going to be called Mickeyville. And that's because they got to protect the personalities of the innocent, the identities. Always protect your identity. That's a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent as always. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and me and my friend Barry painted the Boston Strangler in Florida, man. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and this podcast is not a biopic about Ben Moon. Happy Trailsers. That, did that make any sense? Did that, not, that didn't make any no, sense. No, it made sense. Because of the paint trailer. Yeah. Is my... You can have another take if you want. Hmm. And I'm Ben Moon, and, you know, I don't want to do another take because no hard feelings. Red Band. Uh, God, I don't know, Nick. I'm so stupid right now. I'm going to just leave it all that way. Anyway, <laughs> you've doomed yourself to this. Yeah! <laughs> all right, goodbye. Welcome back to the vid yo games one quarter portion of the show folks i have not played any video games i haven't played mine either i'm stuck where i am in mafia oh yeah stuck yep i'm just too tired to play video games there's no time and there's no time so, not a whole lot to talk about there, but we do have uh, a big piece of news. I would consider this big. Yeah, me too. So, Starfield finally has a release date. It is September 6th of this year. Of this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, prepare yourselves to hear people complaining about how buggy it is. And also, for literally every single article to come out on every single one of those internet uh, video game news sites, your IGNs, your, uh, what's the game rant or whatever, what's that one? Who cares? Where they will be like, 
Starfield is ambitious, but the bugs make it broken, and it's just going to be a million of those, and I'm already annoyed by them, and it's like like you're not going to put 40,000 hours into a Bethesda game. Everyone puts 40,000 in, hours into every Bethesda game, unless it's uh, an, an MMO, and this one has a single-player bent to it, so it's going to be good. It's gonna be good, and I'll play. I'll play a broken version of it. Yeah, you think me I too. Won't? I played I don't care. Fallout Four. I played Skyrim. I played Fallout Three. All of these I played on the day they came out, and none of them were so broken that like it ruined my game. Although yeah. I, I understand there are game breaking bugs that can occur. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying it's not every single time. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's only. I would say big piece of news, but we do have new, new trailers. Um, but the first one is not a new, new game. This is Metroid Fusion, which was a Game Boy Advance game, I believe, originally. Yeah, so I I couldn't tell if this was... Because it doesn't look like a new game. It looks like an old it Metroid is old. game. Yeah. Uh, but it's being newly released. So if you like Metroid, this is like a classic Metroid that you can play. Yeah, and, but... You can play it on the Switch, but if you have the the low tier um, Nintendo uh, Switch Online, mm-hmm. you won't be able to play this. No, um, but if you have the premium chair, I can't remember what they call it, uh, then you can play it. I have one that costs twenty dollars a year that I forget I have until it charges me in June every year. That's how, they, and that's the that is the design. That's by design. Yes, um, yeah. So you have the low tier like me. Yep. Uh, so we can't play yep. this. I don't I mean, want I to anyway. I don't like this kind of game. Oh, I do like this kind of game, but I still haven't finished Bloodstains. Um, so it'll be a while if I ever play this. Who knows? We'll see. Probably never will. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a trailer. Now, this is a trailer. I was surprised because this felt like an episode. But there's yeah. okay. There's something coming out called Off the Grid. It's a video game, um, and it is a battle royale style game. So this trailer was directed by Neil Blomkamp of district nine and elysium and it seems like it shouldn't have been directed by him it wasn't very good it wasn't yeah. like very compelling either like there's this dude with a visor and apparently this mercenary who's too too he's too much of a renegade canon to be with these other mercenaries an extremely video gamey plot with very uh mid Voice acting, as the kids would say. <laughs> uh, mid, yeah, I would admit it's a, a polite way. It's, it's yeah. not good. And basically, when I when I was watching it, I was like, "This is, this is a Saban video game." That's all I could think about. Oh man, off, off yeah. The grid. It had Saban energy in a Big video Saban game. Saban energy, yeah. So I was I like, so. Neil Blomkamp, what are you, what are you doing here? Well, although he. <laughs> I don't know. Neil Blomkamp has been diminishing returns. Yeah, I I don't want to admit that to myself or out loud, but you're right. He could have saved us all had he been allowed to make his Alien 3 movie. He would have saved us all, but Ridley Scott struck him down. So he tried. I give him points forever for trying to save us and trying to make an Alien movie that reckoned Alien 3 out of existence. Yeah. So I love him for trying for that. But this is this is bad. <laughs> bad is, trailer. Yeah, this is BSE. <laughs> yeah, this is BSE, Big Saban Energy. Throwback to episode 40-something probably. 
Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So, that's two out of three trailers of, of things I don't want to play, but I do want to play the next one. Oh, man. You you found... How did you hear about this? How did you find this? Jay sent it to me. So, thank you, oh, okay. Jay. I would not have known about it because uh, I don't really follow video game stuff very closely, but I'll tell you what I do like is RoboCop. And this is a RoboCop game. I know we we knew this game kind of existed, but I didn't know there was a gameplay trailer for it. And it's called RoboCop Rogue City. And it's a first-person game, which I usually don't like. But, like, when I'm RoboCop, I want to be first-person so I get the HUD, you know? And it looks like... And then I want to first-person twirl my gun away and put it in my hip. And it's just... I, I'm sold on this game. I want to play this RoboCop game. Yeah, so it, the, the graphics are really good, mm-hmm. first of all. And when he, when you started seeing the first-person view and, and just, like, walking into the room as RoboCop, I was like, oh, this is, like, a fantasy that I... Or just any kind of, like, um, sci-fi fantasy or you know th- that you have in your head. I was like, I didn't know I needed this or wanted this, but it's, like, hitting these very, like, fantasy... Mind fantasy, mind palace fantasy... Plus, it seems like it has a bit of the Paul Verhoeven kind of uh, sarcastic satire element to it that the movie has, and it's not taking itself seriously. So, I don't know. It looks cool, man. I want to play it. I wasn't expecting to want to play it because it's a first-person shooter, but I do want to play it. Yeah. Well, I I kind of felt the same way, but then when when I saw the graphics, I was like, oh, man, I can't. This looks good. Yeah, it does look good. I wonder if you have to fight like Ed 209 or something. Or like Robocop 2. Or if it's like a whole new story. I'll take it. I'll take it either way. I don't know. I want to play it. Wasn't expecting to want to play it. Want to play it. Yep. Same here. Uh, And that is all. That is all the Vigigame trailers that we have. That's all I got. Uh, You done? I'm done. All right. Well, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly and... I like to say Happy Mario Day because we're recording on March 10th. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I was driving in my car today thinking about the last name Blomkamp, and it was like Blom Life, Neil Blom Life. But I don't well, know if he's German. You, if you spelled it correctly, you would have maybe not thought about it so hard because <laughs> it's Blomkamp. <laughs> Yeah, there's no F. I put an F at the end. Yeah, yeah, and you <laughs> forgot the P. Yeah, comp. Yeah, so um, <laughs> anyway, that I'm the type of person who thinks about that driving in his car. Happy trailsers. I just listened to a pos- a podcast about Loretta. Loretta. Oh God, I can't say it. I just listened to a podcast about. Megadon.